Welcome to the Myositis Family Circle Podcast, sponsored by the Myositis Association, or TMA. The myositis diagnosis and journey is different for each person and includes more than the individual. This podcast is designed to provide support, information, and inspiration for our myositis family. Hi there, I'm Kim Gray, and I'm walking in your shoes as a DM patient. I'll be your host during our episodes where we'll be talking with myositis patients and caregivers across all diagnosis. And my co-host is TMA's Rachel Bromley, who is the Senior Manager of Patient Education, Support, and Advocacy. Thanks, Kim. Tune into each episode and listen in as our guests share their story about the journey from diagnosis to treatment to thriving with all forms of myositis along with our caregivers. Today's guest is Eric, who's going to share some of his myositis journey. Hi, Eric. How are you? Hi, Rachel. How are you? We're doing good. So why don't you tell us what form of myositis you have and how long did it take for you to be diagnosed? Okay. Um, So uh, my name is Eric. I'm 51 and I have dermatomyositis. Um, I was recently diagnosed in November and uh, what started for me uh, on this uh, journey, as you will, is uh, back in May of 2021, I started getting a a rash above my eyelids Um, and it was very prominent. Um, I'm um, at the time, uh, my employment, uh, I was the public information officer um, I'm a retired police captain for a major um, municipality in Connecticut. And at the time I was the public information officer. So uh, being that person that goes on camera and does all the news releases, uh, that was quite something that uh, interfered with my work. Um, I had bright, bright red um, eyelids and uh, not very um, um, good for being on the news. Um, so I started looking into it. I went to my GP and uh, they thought I just had some kind of uh, derm issue going on. So they prescribed some um, eye drops and some prednisone and it kind of diminished things a little bit, but um, it it continued after the round of prednisone went away. Um, And so I started going to, uh, I looked into some allergy um, doctors and they started testing me for different things. So kind of got bounced around for a few months because no one really knew what was going on, but the eyelid stuff did really, really didn't go away. Um, And then a few months later, it started progressing and I got the most classic and the most beautiful, bright, violet um, shawl rash that you have ever seen in your life. Um, I I know I shouldn't laugh, but you're smiling. And so um, it it just I, I really feel for you and you're trying to work and you're on camera and you're having these issues. And then what happened next? Um, so my wife, thanks to Google, figured out that she was she was convinced that it was this uh, dermatomyositis or DM as we call it, um, and um, she diagnosed me right away. But it took a few months later, uh, in November, um, after some biopsies and um, being referred to um, a rheumatologist, where now my whole chest, legs, arms, everything had had increased, and and I, I looked like I was a lobster. Um, extremely painful, mouth sores, I mean, everything you can think of that, that comes with, many of you don't know, but some do, um, that come with the disease itself, um, had, it, it had progressed 
um, it, it, incredibly. Um, I had an accident in September um, and had a horrible reaction to some of the antibiotics, which added to the pain and, and, and everything of what was already going on and to the confusion to some of the doctors too. Um, so um, eventually I found a, a very good rheumatologist in Connecticut, um, Yale trained, and who took me on. And whereas the um, dermatology and allergy really were kind of pushing me away, saying, yeah, it's not really us. Um, but the, the rheumatologist really took over and um, really jumped on board, very uh, aggressive uh, on some of his treatments. And um, I actually went up to some specialists in Boston as well um, and had some advice up there. And um, I've been, I just finished my fourth round of rituximab, which is a type of chemotherapy um, that um, is, um, goes after the, uh, the B cells, the, I guess the, um, the B cells and hopefully will put me into some type of remission. That's what we're going for anyway. Uh, I still have a lot of, you know, symptoms of what's so going Eric, on. So let me ask, did, did, was yours mostly the rash or did you have the extreme pain in your joints that, and difficulty getting up and down? What, what else did you have or was it just this rash that was causing the issues for you? So I had a lot of, um, I didn't have the, uh, knock on wood, I didn't have the extreme body aches um, that some people get or the joint problems. Primarily, it was uh, the, the tissue underneath my, my skin itself and underneath my skin, which underneath um, started turning the violet purple. Um, uh, so that was primarily it. Um, there, obviously, the concern was that it would go into um, lungs or something else. We did a we did a CAT scan, and then a, because the CAT scan came up with some not so good stuff, we did a PET scan, um, found a bunch of stuff in my lungs. We did lung biopsies. Um, luckily, they were um, non malignant, but we're watching those for uh, interstitial lung disease. Um, currently, right now, it's primarily dealing with. Um, my skin so connective skin tissue uh, is the main issue right now and so there was was there any trigger for you I know for me it was stress but was there any trigger for you that the doctors have been able to pinpoint that caused this to happen for you so I'm told um, that there could have been uh, they'll never know what really triggered it there's I, I'm told a sun exposure could have brought it on I was on statins, and I know statins have been uh, um, discussed as a as a, uh, a trigger. Um, I'm, I'm currently cancer free, so um, you know those are some of the the issues. And, and I'm told a virus can also bring it on. So I had no virus. So we're looking, you know, if I guess a sun exposure. there oh. so we are can you turn off your camera because we're losing your um, breaking up sure and maybe that'll help okay all right any, any better yes yes okay all right great um, so what advice would you give others, patients or caregivers? 
Um, well, um, so uh, uh, you mentioned stress before, and um, yes. one of my rheumatologists said, you know, definitely stress is a factor in it. Uh, I had a very, very stressful job. Uh, and I was very fortunate to be 30 years in law enforcement and able to retire. So I, and of course, with an uncertain diagnosis, um, and, you know, uh, I, I, you know, kind of started doing the, the, the look ahead and said, I'm going to retire. I can retire effective immediately. I gave them um, 30 days. They asked me for 60. Uh, I did it. I retired. And um, now I'm working on the bucket list type of thing and focusing on health and um, family and stuff like that. Um, those are the priorities right now. So um, spent a lot of time. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing my kids in college play their sports. Um, I stop by my wife's work all the time and have uh, lunch now because uh, she works right down the street from me. And, uh, and then I work out almost every single day trying to focus on getting my muscles firm and in shape and, and um, trying to, you know, work on that. I love that. Okay, it's, a, it's bittersweet, but that this, this diagnosis does force us to focus on what's important. And isn't it how we turn in, inward to our family and our own life to say, I'm going to, like, we've heard other guests say, I'm going to live my best life until I can't. And has that not been true for you? It absolutely has. It gives me a. It gave me a whole new focus. I don't see it as a fatal diagnosis. I see it as an as a, you know, an unfortunate one, um, but one that's had had me refocus on my priorities. I worked too much as a police officer. I worked way too many. When I retired, someone came up to me and said, "What, you know, what would you have done differently?" I said, "I would have worked less. I would have worked a lot less. I would have spent more time. I regret it, um, but going forward, uh, I have almost every day now." Um, I, I work a little bit here and there, but my, now I make dinner, I clean the house, I have lunch, I do, I do, I do things and I do what I can to pr preserve my health for the future. Everything, my whole diet has changed, workout, everything, my whole focus. You are and an inspiration. Isn't he though? I just love it. Thank you. So. Rachel, is there any additional question you'd love for Eric to share with us? Well, I was wondering, you know, you talk a little bit about your stress, but um, what, what do you do to protect your mental health or how do you, um, what way do you reframe the disease in your mind so that it's easier to live with day to day? So I've been so fortunate um, to have two doctors um, that I've been working with that are um, um, a huge proponent of mindfulness and prayer. Um, I grew up as a Catholic. I went to Catholic schools growing up. Um, I have, um, I wake up every day and I thank God that I'm alive, that I'm still here, that I'm able to do so much even with this right now. Um, and, and I'm fortunate to, as to where I am. There's a, there's a lot of people in a lot worse shape than I. And I, I, I take a, uh, a lot of uh, comfort in, in that I know that people are praying for me. And, that I, and I have such great uh, feeling inside when I, I find others to pray for. Um, and then mindfulness as well. My rheumatologist um, does a lot of mindfulness with me. So almost every um, uh, visit I have, 
uh, we do a little session. It might be 10 minutes, it might be 20 minutes, but we go into a little bit of a zone and that mindfulness really kind of focuses everything and puts takes a lot of stress off of me. So those are some of the things that I found really important that help in, in life. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you to our audience for tuning in. You were just listening to the Myositis Family Podcast. And if you enjoy the show, please be sure to find us on Facebook, visit myositis.org and share your comments. Remember from surviving to thriving, we are in this together.